Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Ulfner. It's Mark Andrea Wiesler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening to the Game Podcast. podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Day three is in the books. <laughs> and we had some great victories from some great young players. Radu Kanu, a fantastic return against Shelby Rogers. Igor Sviantek showing Sofia Kenin how it's done. And Carlos Alcaraz, he starts his campaign with a amazing victory over Richard Gasquet. Isn't that right, JG? Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed you didn't include Jack Draper in your intro. Wow. Um, I thought he was outstanding, despite getting pushed quite a hard uh, way, really, all the way to the depths. I thought Jack Draper would have been all right in straights, but it wasn't to be. The main thing is, he is through. And I think day three will will be remembered for a really good day for the British players. Um, it was good for some of the big players as well, like Carlos Alcaraz, Iga, yep. and we're going to go through it all right now. Uh, apologies it's late, as you can see, me and Ben are in the office, <laughs> and a lot has happened today, so we've been unable to bring this to you any sooner. Um, but maybe the best place to start is, before we get up the results, let's start with what I wanted to talk about, and that is Jack Draper. So... The big story with this one is, like you say, it went all the way to five. Yep. He did very well in the fifth set. Remind me of the score. I believe he bageled him, didn't he? No, that was in the fourth, fourth set. Fourth and fifth, he, he come yeah. he come through really Just, strongly, but six two as well in the fifth. And as he's about to shake hands uh, with Jaron, he come over really sick, and he was struggling to do it. And this is what he had to say after the match. He said, I kind of felt bad because I obviously just beat the guy and I was saying, I need to shake your hand, mate, but I need to get to that bin. <laughs> um, and you see him on the video throwing up. And Terrible. The only concern about all of this is Jack Draper, as an athlete, as a tennis player right now, is one of the best. Yeah. He's so good, like a top 10 player. We watched him at UTS. He cleaned up, beat everyone. 
He started the year fantastically, only just losing to a final against Lehechka yep. in Australia. But my concern for him has always been the physicality and the conditions. He yep. struggled a few times. You've seen him faint in America. We've seen him now getting, getting sick playing in Australia. And don't get me wrong, it's hot. There's been a lot of players who have retired, yep. who are more experienced, who have been here time and time again who are struggling. But with Jack Draper, to win a Grand Slam, he's going to have to play a lot of matches. And I'm just not sure if we're seeing this from the first round, if we're going to see him even get that big match up with... Is it Alcaraz? What the one yeah. that we're really fighting yeah, yeah. for? The exactly. Alcaraz one, which would be quarterfinals, I believe. Um, I think it's even sooner than that that he would have to face him. I believe it'd be. Th um is it fourth round, potentially? I thought quarters, but whatever one it is, it's definitely the big match we really yeah. would like to see. I don't think he's going to get there now, not because of his ability, but because of his physicality. I don't know if you agree. Well, you've got to take into consideration as well who he's playing. He's not playing uh, the top echelon, top 10 players. He's played Marcus Chiron, and no disrespect to Marcus Chiron, but um, I don't see him winning the Australian Open. And if he's going to come up against someone like an Alcalaz, who he, he can play in any conditions, he is, his body seems to cope with it a lot better and the physicality. I just don't think we're going to get Draper Alcalaz now, based off Well, if we do, if it goes to five and they're, look, he had 6-2 and a 6-love to finish. Imagine if they'd been 7-6, seven, 7-6 six, seven, six to finish, he may not have even finished. Yeah, but do you think he's, we're going to get that match up now? Well, I think the big question is, will he be able to get through his next round opponent? Which I'm yeah, just going to bring up Yeah, it's going to be someone who's all right because they've just won a match. Um, let's bring it up, see who yeah, it is. So, next round for him. Oh, it's Tommy Paul. Exactly. So, that was a repeat of... They just played. A match-up they've just played. And that was in and Adelaide. Paul is defending semi-final points. Yes, he that's get, correct he, as he well. He went really far here in, in Australia. So, I think now, I wouldn't have thought this before, but I think he will lose to Tommy Paul. He's played um, him twice in Adelaide and beaten him twice in Adelaide. That doesn't mean anything. I, no. think, I think he's going to now it's, it's, it's get into that time where physically he's going to start struggling a little Five bit. The sets. pressure of the, of the Grand Slams as well. Uh, but let me know in the comments section, am I wrong in saying that? Of course, I will want him to win. He's the man I'm supporting. I want to see Draper Alcalaz because I think that is the real matchup, the popcorn matchup, the one we're going to have for the future as well of the sport. Yeah. Because them two are going to be around for many, many years and having some good battles. What do you reckon he has to do to... What does he have to change to just... Unfortunately, to... mate, he's British. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can change where you're from. Go and live in Australia. But British <laughs> players are always going to struggle playing in warm conditions. Yeah. I the mean, only one who's not who's fine is Norrie because he's well, not really British. Well, Murray didn't, but he always he spent a lot of his time over in Spain yeah. and he spent a lot of his career in other destinations living just so that he can acclimatise. And I think Jack Draper, if he's to compete at the very top level, I think he may have to go live in a very hot climate for a few years. Yeah. And maybe that will be the telling factor of when he finally turns the corner. Yeah. Definitely some kind of different training maybe for him. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another big story. Yeah, I mean, and this come on. one's Emma Raducanu. I feel we've got to go there next yes. because it's another British player. And like I said, day three remembered for the day of the Brits. Uh, she won convincingly six three six two, just over an hour uh, against a tough opponent in Shelby Rogers. We know how she can play. I don't think it's the best version of her. No. At all. No. Uh, but still, far from it. a tricky one. We both had it in the brackets. I know I was sort of uh, deliberating whether to put Raducanu out, but I believed that, that she would win, and she did. Yes. And this is what she's had to say. 
So she was asked to compare the Emma who walked out on court today versus the Emma who walked out on court 12 months ago. And she said that the Emma who walked out on court a year ago had a huge cyst removed about 10 days before, had to offload. I, ha I travelled here on a wheelchair. I only started hitting three days before the match. The whole process was a lot of stress. Uh, we weren't sure if I was going to be able to play here. So I think I was also in a... In, in a way grateful to be able to have a chance to play. I didn't want to look, I didn't want to back out of the Australian Open, so I did everything I could. But I think this year and now, there's just a lot more calm. I think I'm more level-headed. I think there's, that things have settled around me. I do feel better and there's just less, I would say highs and lows. It's just more of an equilibrium. Yeah, I think that's She's leveled great. out. And I think the one thing that people weren't speaking about enough, really, obviously she's had these injuries, we know that we keep on saying that our body's maybe a bit too frail. Maybe carrying injuries for so long and now getting them fixed, she can go in with like a clean bill of health into a tournament without having that in the back of her mind, without having something else that she's worried. She might have been having to play in a different game style, which may have been affecting other parts of her body. You never know, like she had two wrist surgeries and an ankle surgery, mm. and now she actually start, is looking more like the one from the US Open that, that won it. And I don't say she's the final like, product. I don't even think she was the final product in the US Open. I thought she just won it by just playing well for two weeks. That's just what it was at the time. And now we're gonna start to see her build, hopefully, if her body is now fully recovered. That's the beauty of it. And her first serve percentage today was fantastic. She was serving and winning 91% of her first serve points, which Brilliant. That was the one thing at the US Open which really won her the tournament, I think. Every time she got the first serve in, she normally won the point. Mm. And I, I was really, really encouraged. I'd, Shelby Rogers tough, but Radu Khan, who was just hitting with confidence and looked confident on the court. Shelby Rogers, obviously someone she beat at the US Open when she won yeah. it. So maybe she'll be looking to that and going, hmm, maybe there's some parallels here and just look towards that next match, which is not going to be an easy one. Uh, it's uh, up against uh, Wang. Wang. Yeah. Wang, who beat uh, Sustaya, I believe. Yes. I thought it was going to be Sustaya, and I had Sustaya beat him, so. Radu Kanu. I now think it's an easier draw in Wang, um, and I think she can win that one. I really do, and hopefully we can see her go through a, a few rounds, because her ranking's not great, is it? 296. Yeah, so if she was to be able to get to a second week, she'll hopefully be pushing and knocking on the door of a top 100. And that's where we need to see her because we want to see her in these events. Yes. And she'll have a lot more chances. Um, maybe she doesn't need them. She'll always get a wild card. But it's just better for her to be higher ranked, I feel, for, for, for seedings for events and other things. So a lot of opportunities. Yeah, that's the big one. But we'll, let's wait, wait for that for because we'll talk about King Wing Zheng in a minute. Well, I was going to uh, say Zong. maybe the p potential of an all-British third round. Katie Balter and Radu Khan, who could meet in the next round if they both win. But Kim Wing Zheng, as you're saying, she is uh, playing Katie Balter. Yeah, and there's always someone who likes to ruin the parade for all of the women. <laughs> um, let's talk about her. And this is, of course, Iga. Yeah. The world number one. She has... Now, with the win today, remind me of who against? Uh, Sophia Kennan, the 2020 champion. She's got 18 consecutive Grand Slams, winning at least one match. And that's the longest active streak on either tour. Wow. So Djokovic doesn't have that streak. 
is pretty amazing to say that whatever is thrown at her, she's going to win matches. She's never going to go to a Grand Slam and not win a match. Yeah. And that's how crazy it is. And Kenin was probably one of the toughest draws she could have had in a first round, really, Definitely. for a number one. And Kenin played well, went to a tie break in the first set, but Iga threw again. And the second set was a, lot, a little bit more convincing, wasn't it? Was it a two? Yes. Yeah, 6-2 in the second. Um, and as much as we're talking about the likes of Iga, no, sorry, the likes of Radu Kanu, uh, King Wing Zhang, ultimately, it's going to be such a big ask to get through her. Even the likes of Sabalenka and Rabakina, they're great, but it's just that extra player, I feel. She's the, she's the toughest player to beat on the women's, and you see their class in the first round against a tough opponent. Yeah, I mean, that was the tough one to get through. Next round, she was playing Daniel Collins. She'll be all right now, I feel, for a few. It'd be good to see her against Vitalina if we are to get that one, but I still feel like she's going to be fine until we see a potential with... Um, Ostapenko, maybe. The Ostapenko one. That's yeah. the one that worries me because of her record against Ostapenko. Yeah. Um, Ostapenko, there's no God-given right she's even going to get there. We know what she's like. So Started well, though. I wouldn't um, bank on that at all. Rebecca, she made it through as well. Had a bit of an early slip-up against uh, Pliskova, but managed to turn it round. She saved, I think it was four set points yep. in the tie-break and then came through. I was impressed that she was able to come through that first set, but I think she would have won in three even if she didn't. Um, and we'll, we'll go through some of them in a minute. Yeah, go Let's on. just quickly go to my last tweet I've got, and then we'll get mm, all the scores Go up. for it. And this may surprise you, but it's about, I think, one of the biggest stories. Any ideas what it is? Well, yeah, because I can see. But <laughs> I, I, we've, been, we've been getting a lot of stick uh, for putting... Bublik through without even giving this guy uh, a mention on our draw preview. So really? what people were saying something to go. Yeah, well, th we've got a few people uh, Indian who watch us, and they were saying, but how dare you just skip over the fact Summit Nagal got through his qualifying and looked really great? Did they said they I said he's going to beat him. Wow. I did not give him a chance in hell to beat Bublik. And he beat him in straight sets. 6-4, yeah. 6-2, and then a tie break to end it. 137 in the world. And this is a really good tweet because it just shows where he's come from, really, um, in the last sort of 12 months or so. And reading this, um, he's reflecting on making the Australian Open second round after only having 900 euros in his bank account in September. Oh, wow. So he had pretty much not, not much at all. Yeah. Um, and after today, of course, he's got a lot more. And he was reminded about that. How does it feel? He said, like I said, in the beginning, very emotional. Obviously, I'm not, I'm, I'm not crying right now. But of course, at the same time, it hasn't completely sunk in yet. You know, these moments you'll go through as an athlete. Sometimes you'll have a good year. Sometimes you'll have a bad year. Last year was probably one of my best years in terms of where, like I said, you know, 900 euros, not getting into tournaments for the first few months, relying on wild cards in February to finish in 130 again. It's not an incredible or like, you know, record-breaking thing. But where I started, I was pretty proud of myself to be able to give myself another chance to be here, to qualify, like I said, play second round on Thursday. It's a good feeling. Fair play. Um, <laughs> oh, it looks angry. Angry photo of him there. 
but he's not going to be too angry when he looks at his bank balance. I think it's 125,000 or something. Wow. Uh, for winning this one, which is, of course is a big improvement from the $900 or euros. Well, yeah, I mean, and he has a potential maybe to even win his second round match because he's going to be up against uh, the youngster Shang, who went through in five sets. Might be a bit tired. I mean, Nagao went through in straight sets, and that is going to benefit him, I feel, in that second round match. I think that's tight, Nagao and Shang. Same. Um, something makes me want to edge with Shang, but then, I don't know, I didn't I think Nagao was going to win this one, and he did. The so. question I'm going to pose to you is, uh, pose with, away. There, with there being no Nadal, are you going to turn your alliance <laughs> to Nagao? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Okay, there you go. That's confirmed. You've heard it here. Now, from, from seeing all of the first round matches, of course, we've seen them all now. Yes. If I had to pick one player who I feel the biggest connection to, it would be Yannick Sinner. I feel the most behind him. Of course, there's no Rafa. Yeah. I've got to get behind someone. And if there's one player I really want to win, more than Adkaraz, more than anyone else. More than Djokovic. More than Djokovic, just... It's Yannick Sinner. I, I, would, I want to see him win the Australian Open. I thought he was amazing. I think he's turned a corner. He's such a great player. And he's uh, repping Italy. So for me, Yannick Sinner is my pick of the first round. I don't know about yours on the men's. You've got a lot of skin in the game there. Um, well, obviously, I'm going to be biased towards Djokovic. But if you, I can't really just say Djokovic. I feel like the, the performance maybe of that first round has to probably go to Nagal, to be honest. Out of all of those results, yeah, I'd say I think it's the most amazing. It's the one I didn't I, even I consider. I think it's maybe the biggest shock on the men's. Maybe yeah. someone can come up with another one. On the women's, probably Von der Alsen for going out was I thought was quite a big surprise. That took me uh, by storm. Uh, but my favourite women's match may surprise people as well because it's actually Raducanu. I think I'm I'm happiest with that one out of all of them and I'd like to see her go through a few rounds now well this is probably the person obviously it's my dark horse for the tournament and <coughs> I think he's looking solid just one in Auckland we're well, gonna do another men's uh, how many do you want no but Lehechka's Le the Miguel, one Lehechka anyone I, else I, I feel go down the whole list all right okay I'd also <laughs> like to pick <laughs> no but I feel like Lehechka he's just won a tournament and he's coming in in good form and he Beat Zabata Morales straight sets as well. Next up is Mickelson for him. If he gets another straight sets win, Zverev, it could be a third round matchup. And he may fancy his chances against Zverev, who dropped a set against Dominic Kopfer in his first round match. Right, let's go through the other scores and then we'll yep. wrap it up. So, uh, Kazoo winning in five. Yeah. He's surprise. been playing actually quite well if you look at his form prior. So, fair play to him. I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Tight one, though. Um, the others... I kind of expected. Yeah. I even expected Zepieri. I had it in my bracket, as you know. Um, Nori, straight sets, nothing to say. This surprised oh, cool. me, Sefulin losing. Yes. He was really good at Wimbledon last year. He's been good pretty much since. And what's he, 30 in the world now? And he lost to Griegsport, who's also 30. I understand it in that way, but I thought Gre I thought Sefulin would have, would have rolled him over. We didn't give Especially him a chance. Especially after the first set. I think the first set was dominant. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 6-2. Six, 6-2, two. Six, two, yeah, I remember it was two it. sets to love up. It was at midnight last night. Two sets to love up and let it slip, which I didn't expect. I mean, in that third set, it was a tie break that decided it. So, he was quite close. Yeah, but super, super tough one. Um, you've mentioned Lehechka. These ones I saw coming, I'll be honest. Yeah, I Dimitrov. knew Jimmy was going to win. Yep. 
Konsun's not played at all. He's not in form. Holger Luna. We spoke about Draper. A bit on Runa. Dropped a set. Anything to worry about? Not nah. for me. They're all quite close, though. Not a, not a vintage Runa performance. No. Dan Evans out. I mean, you called that, I think. I, I went for Evans. Um, but that's about it on the yeah, men's It's very I've dropped a set. There's one big one that we haven't really mentioned, and I feel like it's just because it's yeah. stinging a little bit too much for me. It's 10-8 uh, in the fifth. Sebastian Offner, who gave a, an amazing performance, but went out in five sets to Kokonakis. I mean, well played. It was all the crowd was against him. Every shot that he hit a winner, it Flipping was like, a coin that one. It was silent every time he hit a winner. I was, felt a bit bad for him, to be honest. I feel he played brilliantly. Yeah, Zverev. I don't think it means anything him dropping a set. No. Alcaraz. I don't think it means anything having a tight first one because after that he then worked out, oh, okay, I'm going to be like Alcaraz now. So I'd expect yeah. the next match for him well, to continue how he left off. It'd be like Daniel Medvedev. He needed like a. Yes. They both didn't do any warm up events. The yeah. first set there was a bit slow and then got going. But Alcaraz didn't even lose the first set and he was slow against a good player in Gasco. So. Well, I don't what, think that's that bad. One of the, I think it was in the second set or something. The first two sets, uh, Alcalaz had, I think it was like 14 break points, but only took three of them. So he was not converting on his break points at all. But then you can see by the last set, he was fine. So. Right, let's get through these last ones. Stevens, easy. Kasatkina, that's result. a tight one, but she's been playing quite well. Yep. Daniel Collins, that surprised me. I thought Kerber might have had her, but she did all right, took a set. But Solid. Too much. Probably Kerber, not at the level. Azarenka got through and three. Missing Navarro there. I think that was the one you had going out in the first round. Did I? Yeah. I think you, I picked the wrong wang, didn't I? I went. You said I literally went for the wrong wang. <laughs> you I had Sir Steyer and then this you wang. Told me that was a good wang. Yeah, I got. I think I've got it wrong. Oh, okay. I don't know, but I mean it was tight. It was seven five in the. I think yeah. Navarro probably deserved to win on Let the grand scheme off. of things off that first after that first set. <laughs> um, None of these to mention. The Sirsteya ones does sting. This is the the one I thought yeah. would have actually played Raducanu next. And I thought Raducanu would have gone out to Sirsteya. I really like her. Uh, she's let me down, actually. She really has. Balls um, are a bit of a surprise, but she was the favourite. But she knocked out Yuan. These ones we should speak about briefly. Yeah. Ostapenka got through in straights. King Wing Zheng dropping a set has not impressed me. Yeah. I'm a bit critical of that one. Um, maybe she's not as ready as what we think she is at this event. She's only played one match this year and she, it was too eager and she lost in straight sets. So she's not really had a warm-up either. Maybe that was just her, maybe she'll be better in the next one. Yeah. Rabakina got through Pliskova and Pliskova played well. Yes, I, mean, I thought Rabakina, that was That's great That's a tough result. draw though, isn't yeah. it? Like the eager one. I think they're the two tough ones. Eager had uh, Kenin and Rabakina had Pliskova in an opening round. For a Grand Slam is really tough. Yeah, it gets easier. I'm surprised. Yeah, it will get easier for both of them in the yeah. next few. Blink of her next, and then maybe Tatiana Maria or Paolini next. Yeah, so she's done well to get that one out of yeah. the way. I mean, 8-6 in the tie break. It was tight. And only has one break in the second. Uh, Rabakina is a lot of people's champions. A lot of people have her winning the whole thing. Yes. So I bet there was some hearts in mouth at um, mm. sort of 6 all in the, in the tie break. There. Yeah, most definitely. And... Uh, Tom Janovic through that one. I think we both had uh, obviously being in Australia expected her to win. She was the underdog, which yeah. I was surprised about. And um, Pagula, so comfortable. Didn't yeah. expect that to go any other way. Typical Pagula performance. That yeah, one. solid. Um, and there we go. That sums up day three action. We are going to be back uh, to cover some matches. We do have one at one o'clock in the morning, which cover is going to cover. 
which is, I believe, Ons Jabur versus Mila Andaleva. And in the morning, we're going to be covering Novak Djokovic. Yes, um, come on. On his quest for how many now? 25 or something like 25, that? 25, 11 in Australia. And yeah. Alexi Popperin will be the guy stands in his way between him and around three. Yeah, at least the crowd will be really entertained with that one. Um, interesting to see how Djokovic deals with it. And the big one, of course, yeah, this is a good one. Chris Eubanks, Rublev. I'm really hoping Chris Eubanks can win. I'm going to be cheering him on. Uh, yeah. But thank you for joining. Apologies, it's really late. This is our day free summer. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and go listen to us on Spotify as well. But for now, we'll see you later on. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.